Oh, this cannot be good, Nakor mumbles as he looks out of the cockpit of the Second Chance towards the strange crystalline structure that was once changing its shape rapidly, but is now just the shape of a pyramid, the point of which is aimed directly towards the Second Chance. As the structure was hit with the rays of the distant star, coming around the back end of the planet, bathing this dark, kind of translucent, but also very, like, smoky, quartzy kind of structure with the faintest rays of light kissing the surface of this crystal. It seems to be drawn inside the strange, almost alien structure and absorbed into some sort of engine, some sort of focusing device deep inside. Structure itself is only slightly bigger than the second chance. However, as more of this light from the slowly rising sun bathes the structure in light, the pulsating energy from inside appears to get stronger and stronger. Uh, Nakora, are we gonna get out of here? That thing doesn't look very friendly, Petra says from her usual position up near the front of the cockpit. Nikor glances down at her briefly before returning his attention back to the monitor in front of him. Chance, he barks. How long until the E-Drive is fully charged and ready for another jump? Well, sir, you see, it currently stands at 32% charge. At our current rate of charge, that translates to approximately 62 minutes and 31 seconds. Shit, Nikor curses. Is there anything you can do to make that quicker, Chance? There's a significant pause. No, sir, there is nothing I can do with the current repair of the ship. As you know, we are currently overdue by... Uh, not right now, Chance. I don't have time for this, Nakora snaps back. Fingering a button on the console, Nakora calls down to the engineering room where Tinker likes to spend his time. Tinker, is there anything you can do to recharge the E-Drive quicker? Tinker, are you there? Tinker? Tinker? There's a long period of silence before seemingly falling asleep or taking a nap. The groggy tinker comes back over the intercom. What is it, Nakara? I was, uh, working really hard on something, he says with a yawn. Time to wake the fuck up, tinker. We got problems. What kind of problems is that? We need to get the E-Drive functional, tinker. We don't have time for questions. Is there anything you can do to speed up the process? More precious seconds pass as the strange crystalline structure grows brighter and brighter. Uh, sorry, Captain. There is nothing I can do. This thing is, uh, this thing's E-Drive has seen better days, and the whole ship itself is barely held together at this time. There ain't much I can do from down here, but I'll see what I can do for ya. Nakora lets go of the intercom button off the console and looks back out the front towards the strange crystalline structure. Well, Petra, you better buckle on up. I think we're gonna have to do some fancy flying over here. Petra glances back nervously towards Nakora as she buckles up the restraints on her harness. What are we going to do, Nakora? Can we fly away from it? Nakora shakes his head slowly. We don't know what it is, but it looks like perhaps some sort of... As he gets interrupted by this tip of the pyramid, irising open as the strange core of this precursor structure glows brighter and brighter. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, and welcome back to One Guy, One Roll. As always, I am Hero Cities, your host, player, and GM here at One Guy, One Roll. 
A little bit different intro than what we normally do here at One Guy, One Roll. But this feels pretty much like a continuation of the last episode. And it just didn't feel right to introduce a new type of flashback or anything like that. But suffice to say, it seems like Nakora and the Second Chance are in a pretty bad spot. And I know that I'm damn excited to see what's going to come next. Just as a brief recap from last episode... On their way in an attempt to meet back up with Creed over on Osseus, who way back when, in the very beginning of the show, Nakora got his original Iron Vow from, to go to the Space Station Prosperity and retrieve the memory core from a computer located on board the Prosperity. This computer, of course, ended up being the biomechanical brain of an AI system that more or less appears to have been being experimented on at the station. However, since we are located on the other side of the Kososis flow from the planet where Creed is located, we are in the middle of undertaking an expedition in order to get there. So far, this expedition has been going okay. However, last episode, we did encounter something a little bit different than we've seen before yet in the show. Due to rolling double tens at one point, which is bad, basically. Matches in Iron Sworn are either really good or really bad, depending on if you succeed or fail on whatever move you're making. Double tens, pretty much always going to be a fail. This led us to encounter a strange crystalline satellite, more or less, around a planet which has been crisscrossed and gouged by these deep canyons. This satellite was constantly changing its shape, defying laws of physics and anything that makes sense. The only thing that Petra and Nakora could come up to explain what this thing is, is a precursor object. Something left behind by them. Now, it's not very large. It's only a little bit bigger than the second chance. But as the sun rose up from around the corner of the planet and bathed the satellite in light, something inside of it began to charge, began to glow stronger and stronger, which is where we had left our last episode off. And in our intro, we saw that this tip of the pyramid, now that it's not changing its shape anymore, irised open, pointing towards Nikora and the second chance. As usual, before we get started, we have a couple clocks to roll on. I think since it has been very little time since our last session, it's very unlikely they're going to progress. All right, rolled for both of them. Uh, One of them did not progress, and the other one did with a 16, which is not a strong or a um, exceptional yes, but it is a yes nonetheless. This clock is starting to get full. It's at six out of 10 pieces filled, while the other one is simply at one piece filled. And just as a quick reminder, in case all y'all forgot, the second chance is currently at one hit point, health point. I don't really know what to call it, but regardless, she's barely holding together and things are generally not looking good for Nakora. Man just can't get a break. Hopefully our show here won't be ending at episode 29, but as the name of the show goes, if we roll and we end up dying, blowing up, or just whatever, that'll be it, and we'll move on to something else. Not my intention, but you never know what fate the dice gods have in store for us. So, without further ado, let's get into it. 
Nakora looks out at this strange structure pointed towards them, the tip of the pyramid having iris to open, and kind of looks down at Petra. I reckon this thing's going to shoot at us. You think that those canyons down on that planet were caused by this thing? Petra simply looks back at Nakora, her normally stoic face showing a trace of fear. Nakora, uh, what are we going to do? We need to do something. Clearly this thing is... She trails off as Nakora violently grasps the controls of the spaceship and starts attempting to do evasive maneuvers. Let me know next time before you do that, Nakora. She says, holding on for dear life at the edge of her seat. Nakora thumbs the intercom button on the console. Might be too late, but hold on down there, Tinker. This could be a wild ride. With little other option, we're going to try and secure an advantage to start with. This is going to be with speed, mobility, or agility, plus edge, which for us is a two. Not a terrible start. We got a weak hit. We have a three on our action dice, which is a five, and a four and a six on our challenge dice. On a weak hit, choose one. Gain plus two momentum, or add plus one to your next move. We're going to take the plus one to our next move. So Nakora starts dodging and weaving around, attempting to more or less get to the backside of the structure, which now that it's irised open and is no longer rapidly changing its shape, seems to be a lot slower to react to their moving. However, luckily this thing hasn't fully charged yet, although it's becoming more and more likely that it will be fully charged. So as Nakora and the Second Chance duck and weave their way towards this, Strange precursor structure. Nakora growls out. Chance, do you have any scans of this structure yet? We need to see if there's some way into it. Scanning. 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 Sir, with the Auspex currently operating at 37% efficiency, it's hard to make out due to the strange material the structure appears to be made out of. However, it does appear to have some sort of hollow entry area around the backside of it. But once again, my scans are inconclusive. I recommend that we get a service... Chance, not now, Nakora yells back at the machine. So we rolled a gather information roll and got a weak hit with a 10 and a 4 on our challenge dice and a 3 on our action dice with our 3 on our wits. Tells us that there's some insight, but it also complicates our quest. We don't know what that complication is yet, but we did get plus 1 momentum for that. However, all of this took some time, and the glow from within this smoky crystalline structure grows ever brighter. But it does appear that the structure itself just cannot keep up with the second chance. Clearly, if this is some sort of weapon, it is designed not for dealing with kind of, even though this is an X-space trucker, it's still a small spaceship. It's fairly maneuverable, despite its unconventional nature. And it just is very slowly kind of tracking them around as they go. And since we rolled a 97, which is an extreme no on whether or not this thing is fully charged, it's definitely having a lot of trouble keeping track of them. And although it's not really in the rules, this difficulty in tracking them is going to give them a plus one advantage on the face danger roll, as this thing is charged up so bright it almost burns the eyes like looking into a sun. As they start to fly around towards the side of it, this tip of the pyramid, which is irised open, glows with powerful energy and unleashes a beam out towards Nakora in the second chance. We are going to attempt to dodge it using the, well, okay, it's not a very agile ship, but it still is, with Nakora at the helm, ducking and weaving, attempting to fly out of the cone of fire that the structure appears to have. 
When you attempt something risky or react to an imminent threat, envision your action and roll. This is going to be with speed, mobility, or agility, which is edge, or two. However, I'm giving myself a plus one, so that's going to be with a three. We rolled a 10 on one of our challenge dice and a five on the other. However, we rolled a six on our action dice, plus our three is a weak hit. On a weak hit, you succeed, but not without cost. Make a suffer move, minus one. As Nakora, at the helm, is doing his best to keep out of line with this structure, without warning, with no sign of buildup, a beam, soundless in this vacuum, screams out from the tip of this pyramid towards them. It's not like a laser beam on Star Wars where it goes pew, pew, or like a bullet, which is just a simple bullet flying out and past. This is like a real laser where it just burns for a sustained period of time. Nakora wasn't expecting that. He was expecting some sort of quick fire, not this sustained beam of energy, which can move as the pyramid moves with it. At first, glowing white hot like lightning, and quickly, although not immediately, dissipating in its intensity. However, as this beam initially erupts out of this structure, the cord dodges it with no problem. Then he relaxes a little bit at the controls, and the pyramid violently swings towards them, clipping the second chance with its now dissipated but still powerful effect. As this beam seemingly almost glances off the hull of the second chance, it does, however, almost act like the radiation of a microwave, and this wave of heat comes washing across the bridge of the second chance, with Petra yelling out a yelp, and Nakora suddenly bursting out into a drenching sweat from his forehead. Holy shit, that thing is basically trying to fry us, Nakora says, glancing down towards Petra. You all right? She kind of glances back up at him. If we had taken a direct hit from that, she trails off. Yeah, I know, but we ain't going to let that happen. We need to get access into this thing. Chance, let me know if you see anything else. Sir, I have a damage report from the last attack upon us. Our price we had to pay is going to be withstand damage for our vehicle. However, that does bring our integrity down to zero. If your integrity is zero, or you choose to resist the damage, roll plus integrity. Unfortunately, our integrity is zero. We got a three and a four, so that is going to be a weak hit with our action dice having been a four. On a weak hit, if your vehicle is not battered, you may lose momentum in exchange for plus one integrity. Brings our momentum down to four, but our integrity back to one. It appears as though the shot glanced off of one of our stabilizers. I'm not sure we'll be able to dodge another one of those again with that type of flying. I'd recommend immediate evacuation. This is not a combat ship. An initial analysis leads me to believe that our will do nothing to this vessel that we are facing. McCor kind of sits back in his chair. Well, if we can't fight this thing, I think we're going to have to do something stupid. He looks down at Petra. I know we've been through a lot together. You still with me? She looks back up at him. Not like I have a fucking choice, Nakora. What exactly do you have in mind? A few minutes later, with the structure ever increasingly glowing brighter and brighter as it absorbs more sunlight from the distant star that has come around the side of the planet now bathed completely in the light, Nakora still sits at the flight controls of the Second Chance, while Petra, suited up in one of the spacesuits, stands beside him. This is stupid, Nakora. You're going to get me killed. Nakora kind of looks back at her. You got any other ideas? Thinking for just a moment, she shakes her head. 
Okay, run it by me again, what your crazy plan is. Look, we only have a couple of minutes until this thing's fully charged again, and with that last hit we took, I ain't think we got what it takes to take another one. Chance already pointed out the small opening on the back of the structure, so it's way too small for us to dock at, and there's no way we can fit into it. It's barely big enough for one of us to squeeze through. I gotta keep the ship out of danger. So, the plan is, we're gonna do a drive-by. You'll, well, more or less jump out of the second chance under flight out of the airlock, get inside, take that device, ram it in there, and get the hell out, and I'll come pick you back up. Petra looks down at the device in her hand. I can't believe Tinker was able to make something up like this so quickly. In her hand, rigged to a sling that she can wrap around herself, is one of the power cells from the skiff fatty. This power cell has been rigged to a very simple timed detonator. He was able to slap it together in a very short amount of time. We uh, rolled to check our gear, by the way. We got a 1 and 2 on the challenge dice and a 2 on our action dice, plus our supply of 2 gives us 4, which allowed us to raise our momentum. Nakora kind of shrugs. Maybe the old bastard does live up to his claims. So, we're going to ride past. You're going to jump out, get that device in there, run like hell back to the ship, blow it, and we're going to speed away. Problem solved. No more death laser. She kind of looks back at him. Her facial features difficult to read through the visor of the space helmet. No part of this plan seems safe, Nakora. But we don't have time to argue about this. Let's do this shit. She takes the improvised explosive device and wraps it around her body tightly. Just don't forget to come back for me. This thing ain't gonna last very long till it blows. As she begins to make her way back down towards the uh, lower airlock on the second chance, Nakora looks at the glowing core of the cannon, which is clearly beginning to charge back up again. Hey Chance, can you give me any kind of guess as to when that death laser is going to be fully charged? Processing. 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 Data collection is unreliable, sir. However, I would assume sometime within the next minute or two, the death laser will be fully charged. Nakora thumbs on the communicator button. Okay, Petra, we got one shot to do this. Hold on tight. We're going to start off with trying to secure an advantage, this time using observation in order to figure out the best way to approach this strange orbiting structure. We got double sixes on our challenge dice and a four on our action dice. However, we have a three in wits, which means strong hit with doubles. On a hit, you succeed and take both. Plus two momentum brings us up to seven and a plus one on our next move. Nakora notices that although there's really no place to land the second chance or anything like that, but if he kind of basically does a crazy Ivan, if you've seen Firefly or anything like that, if he gets in really close and then spins the ship around and uses his momentum to back it in, it'll just fit up to this weird entrance, which will make it much easier for Petra so she won't have to more or less kick herself off the second chance and float through space over to the death laser. Reaching the point where it's almost impossible to look at due to its brightness, Nakora whips the second chance around and, and hurdles towards the death laser. Hold on tight down there. We only got one chance at this. I got an idea. I'm going to try something. Nakora says as he speeds on past the pyramid structure, which has begun rotating around towards them to track them. As he does so, he throws on the reverse thruster on one side of the space trucker. 
flipping around the entire fuselage of it and then hitting on the reverse thrusters, blasting it backwards underneath this turning axis of the structure. Wait for it. Wait for it. Now, he shouts into the communicator. And Petra, with the door of the back of the second chance open, leaps on out desperately towards the entrance into this strange satellite. With the doubles, we rolled to secure an advantage. She makes it, her hand outstretched towards this thing, the other wrapped around the improvised device on her hip. She just manages to get an arm into this very small, tight opening in the back of the death laser and squeezes herself inside. Now Nakora, with his momentum carrying him back towards the front of the cannon, looks up and is nearly blinded as the iris at the tip of the satellite has irised back open and is now aimed directly at him. Hammering back on the accelerator, the ship itself protesting under the strain of artificial gravity, things whipping around, smashing around in the cockpit and down below in the galley. We will face danger. We get a plus one from our last move. However, this will be with speed, mobility, or agility, plus edge, which is a two or a three for us. We hit. We got a one and a nine on our challenge dice, and we rolled a two, so a five. On a weak hit, you succeed, but not without a cost. Make a suffer move, minus one. As this precursor structure unleashes its next burst of energy towards them, the core hammers forward on the controls of the second chance. Let's see what happens. You are harmed. So as this aggressive maneuvering and flying skill displayed by Nakora, this energy beam now tracking them barely misses the top of the cockpit. Nakora blind as this bright searing beam burns into his vision. Something that was unsecured within the cockpit smashes into the side of his head, and we take one point of harm. Letting out a curse, clutching the side of his head with now a trickle of blood coming down the side, Nakora spins the second chance back around, knowing that they have precious little time before the strange crystal laser is recharged, now that the sun has fully made its way around the planet that was blocking it. With just a few seconds passed, Nakora's communicator crackles to life, Nakora, I've done what I can. I think I've come back from the interference here. It's hot. It Nakora assumes that Petra is ready to be picked back up again and prepares to wing the second chance back around and pick her up. This one is much more a test of endurance, of being able to put up with the stress on his body after getting clocked in the side of the head with whatever was flying around the cabin. A failure on this will probably mean the death of Petra. We will face danger with strength, endurance, or aggression, plus iron, only a one. Barely made it. We rolled a 10 and a 5 on our challenge dice, and a big, sexy 6 on our action dice. So while we succeed, it's not without cost. And for us, it's going to be a hit to spirit. As pushed to the edge of the breaking point from the stress, Nikora whips the second chance back around, barely missing the closing iris of the tip of this pyramidal structure, pulls off another crazy maneuver underneath the structure, bringing the airlock of the second chance back around in order to retrieve Petra, who makes a quite coordinated and surprisingly graceful dive headfirst from the crystalline structure, pushing off with all of her rather considerable strength. 
She comes hurtling into the airlock of the second chance, hitting the button to cycle it, giving Nakora an affirmative that she's secure. Out of breath and out of time, Nakora hammers on as much acceleration as the second chance can handle, and they speed away from the death laser. Pulling away from it, however, does not mean they can't be hit by it. And as this laser pivots around back towards them, the tip of this pyramid irising open, eyes wide looking out behind them at this certain death coming for them. Clearly, the device should have went off by now. Just as this tip begins to disgorge the searing white hot energy within, a soundless ripple happens inside, right near this fully charged, lightning-filled crystal at the center of the satellite. Cracks form, spreading outward from there, and the whole crystal, like a firework going off inside of an ice cube, explodes outward. This electrical energy, this powerful weapon of mass destruction, is demolished in a blaze of white-hot energy like a star going supernova. Plenty far beyond the radius of this explosion, nonetheless, seeing spots in their eyes, drained of all energy, the second chance and her crew limp off towards the edge of the system in order to, once again, activate the E-drive and drop into the drift. However, before we go, we did, in fact, have to endure stress. Our spirit is at zero. We have to roll, plus spirit or heart, whichever is higher. Our heart is one. Strong hit. We roll the six with a two and a one on our challenge dice. Strong hit. Choose one. Shake it off. Embrace the darkness. We will shake it off. Get plus one spirit. Back to one. Barely able to muster the willpower to strip off her spacesuit, Petra climbs back up towards the bridge. Cora, you're going to get me killed one of these days. Kind of shoots a grin back towards her. I'm going to get both of us killed someday, Petra. She kind of smiles back at him. Thanks for not leaving me there. I, for a minute, I thought you were going to. Cora looks a little hurt by that. I wouldn't leave you, Petra. After all we've been through, do you really think I'm that bad of a man? Turning her back to him, she makes her way back towards the ladder down to the bunks. No, Nakora. When you meet my family, if you meet my family, you'll understand why I don't trust anyone. And this will allow us to develop our relationship with Petra a little bit. Her rank was dangerous, which means we get to roll plus the rank to see if that impacts us at all. She is dangerous plus two. Nine and eight on the challenge dice and a one on our action dice. Had to happen eventually. So no, Uh, there's really no lasting benefit from this little interaction between them. I think Nakora is so drained he barely even registered it occurring. As Petra makes her way down to her bunk to relax, Chance informs Nakora that the E-Drive is fully charged and ready for dropping into the drift whenever he is. Putting his hand on the lever, Nakora sighs, wondering what might await them at their next waypoint. And with that, we fade to black. Thank you, thank you so much for listening to the One Guy, One Roll podcast. We managed to survive. I thought for sure this was going to be the end of our story with Nikora Sokolov and the Second Chance. However, the rolls were really in our favor today. Maybe uh, it's the new dice that uh, my wife actually got me as an early Christmas gift. I don't know. They're cool dice, though. They're kind of teal with really interesting glitter on the inside. They're very sparkly and rolled really well for us today. 
Anyways, I had a great time recording this podcast, and I can't wait to see what strange and interesting encounters we have on the next episode. As always, simply by listening to the podcast, y'all provide me with the incentive to keep on recording these episodes and editing them. And for that, I am eternally grateful because it keeps me motivated to keep producing content for y'all. However, if you are interested in providing a little monetary support to help keep this podcast possible and updated with equipment and software and all that stuff, I do have a Patreon over on patreon.com slash one guy one roll. It's still pretty rudimentary, but in the future, when I have a little more time, after the holidays probably, I am planning on doing a little bit of work on the Patreon and just bringing it up to the point where it really should be. That being said, go over, check it out if you're at all interested. And as always, a huge thank you to Journeyman JL and Journeyman West. You guys are awesome. Your continued support, greatly appreciated. If y'all have any questions or comments or anything you want to ask me, the Reddit post for this episode or Discord are the best places to get a hold of me. As always, I've been your host, player, and GM Hero Cities, signing off. Have a great day and stay safe out there, y'all.